0: Cup, well, he's had a beautiful sleep and he's looking quite refreshed now. So (laughs) if he needs something for sleep, maybe you should find somebody on the East Coast who bakes those brownies. Uh, And Joe looking awfully useful in your pigtails.
1: My hair's finally getting long enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll make a hippie out of her yet. So it's very nice to be back with you. And you know, as we've always said, there will be no plant apartheid. So today we are going to be uh, speaking to uh, Janie from, um who is involved with the plant Kratom. Or is it Kratom? Or is it Kratom? Uh, we'll find out a little bit later in the show in our High Five um, feature. So uh, speaking of plants, I wonder. Mm, mm, can we get that um, that dank ham camera ready, please? Because, uh, as you know, uh, we will be looking at what we are going to be um, what we are going to be smoking. But just as Dale can get his rolling fingers on, what have we got here today, Dale?
2: We got a super lemon. This is actually one of my favorites, definitely. Okay, uh, come on, away. focus.
3: You like all the lemon? No
0: way.
2: Cultivars, eh? No
0: way. So, if you're growing lemon lemon cultivars, this is certainly the the time of the year to um, to put those lovely lemon flavors on special. Um, it's we're getting into citrus season and I certainly do really, really love those those lemon flavors My So tonight too. we're just featuring some of our some of our homegrown uh, from from the jazz farm because we've spent the whole week actually judging. The samples that arrived for the east coast cannabis cup and um sorry look
2: this bro- this bud is a little bit brown um but it, again yeah. it is a year old already this this was harvested last season and it's still very 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 tasty
0: and how does it smell
2: just like a lemon it was just like, bovita, lemon. It it bovita, like a lemon it right? It did have a bovita in it so that'll save okay. you so, so it's a not year. too dry no not it's not dry at all okay good okay. so bovita works
0: Yes, you know, there's a, there's always a little bit of mixed feelings about about Boveda's. We can certainly say that when our dear friend Jair Veleman was here from from uh, the Netherlands a couple of weeks ago, he absolutely doesn't like, um, I won't say, it's not Boveda, the brand, brand name, but these sachets that you put in with your with your weed, and they are two-way humidity control. We featured the Boveda brand on um on the on the show quite a few times, mm. and I think that this super lemon weed most certainly is testament to the fact that uh, that bavitas work. Whether they make everything smell the same or not, I don't think so. I don't think so. What do you think? Tell us in the comments. Um, do you like to use to to wear humidity control Saturdays uh, or would you prefer to just uh, vacuum pack your weed and, and store it? You know, we are only allowed, supposedly allowed, a certain uh, amount. Um, but what one should really do is uh, to to save a bit of labor is when the when the growing is good in the summer, is to grow a whole lot and, and save it for the rainy day.
2: I don't even think oh. providas are just useful. I think they're necessary in the long run, especially yeah. if you're going to be storing weed for such a long period. Not even just weed, I use it for all my plants. Yeah. All my herbs that I store in jars have perfectly there.
0: I'm sure that you could use them for, for kratom and
1: psilocybin too. Yeah. Yeah. So Jaya was saying he was wondering if it doesn't maybe mess with the terp um, yeah. profiles.
3: Of course it affects it because it changes the humidity of the cannabis. And that cannabis. would affect the smell Because I've taste. got a friend, and I won't name her on the show, mm-hmm. uh, who did an experiment and she took one strain and two jars and put it in one with Pavida, one without. And after two weeks, the one smelled different from the mm-hmm. other one. Okay. obviously the humidity was different so that would affect the smell so mm. I don't know if it yeah. it's interesting,
0: we'll have to do an no. experiment I think you? we must do an yeah. experiment for Chateaulet because it's quite difficult for us to actually bring you Chateaulet now isn't it Joe? well
1: with smoking related things so now I'm looking into finding some growing related things that. Uh, yeah. if you have a growing related device that you'd like to send me that I can make a pretty video of do it, do it, Go, get, get hold of us um on the Fields of Green for All website, or there's a contact us button, just hit that thing in the comments here, let me know.
0: When When we're talking about hitting that thing, like, <laughs> <luckily> share, um, subscribe. Like, <laughs> share, subscribe. It. Hit that thing. Um, what about entering your bud photos and weed related photos in our Instagram competition? Remember that uh, you need to tag at fields of green for uh, or at Dacha Kapu. Um, uh, Charles, we have having a bit of a problem with our Instagram account.
3: Yes, um, it was. Uh First, just sort of shadow banned. Uh, I couldn't log in and post. It was still there. And then after 21 days, it's gone. They did an age verification. I accidentally put in uh, the wrong age. Uh, I thought the age of the organization for a split second and pressed enter. And then there was no option to retract what I did. And they immediately blocked me. So I've been sending emails and emails and emails, several of them. I've got a friend who's going through exactly the same experience at the moment with her business. And uh, yeah, we just, fingers crossed, hope for the best, because they say if you persist, um, you will probably get it yeah. back. There's lots of YouTube videos that we're following instructions from.
0: So now how do you think this is going to affect our Insta or Gram competition? What well, shouldn't, because people are using the hashtag hotbox Show. Yeah. Okay, so mm. don't tag Fields Green for All, use the hashtag hotbox Show. Yeah, because yeah. we can still see yeah. that. And We've we'll bring you tonight's nice pictures, winners: at, Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. we'll bring you tonight's winners a little bit later, and uh, we're also going to bring you the Raffle, uh, the raffle prize winners from 4:20. Uh, from but now, I forgot to mention in the introduction that we're also going to have a little bit of a look at, at something psilocybin tonight. Yeah. We're talking about
1: a variety of plants Yeah, a whole variety of plants.
0: So, um, our poll, which you can go and vote now on Facebook only, please, Uh, talking about hitting that thing, go and hit that that. that, um, that. vote on the poll thing on Facebook. Tonight it is, have you or do you know someone who has used psilocybin or Kratom to improve mental health? I know I smoke cigarettes for mental health, (laughs) very much so. But uh, psilocybin or kratom for mental health, it would be really interesting to see if anybody who's watching tonight has used some of these. Um, maybe you can also put in the comments whether you've had a, a favorable outcome of trying those two very interesting um, plant stroke fungi. Mm. Um, go and vote now on Facebook. Thank you very much. Yeah. I haven't tried kratom, but I do,
1: I, do, I, have to, I do microdose and psilocybin for, um, for my mental
2: health. And the safety of everyone around me.
0: (laughs) Dale, have you ever tried Kratom?
2: I have, yeah. Actually, the first time I experienced Kratom was in Thailand. Yeah. um, And Mm -hmm. there... A lot of the time, it's the older people um, that are growing the plants in the backyard. Before work in the morning, they just grab a few leaves off the tree and they eat on it. They, okay, they like they the do leaves. with the coca leaves exactly, in, in Yeah. 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 And um, these are people um, who have laborious jobs. They're working on railways, they, they're highly yeah. physical people. And at, at an old age, they're still able to do a lot because of that plant. Mm. Okay. Uh, well, okay. They, at least they attribute it to that plant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: exactly. And, Charles, you just uh, tried it for the first time recently.
3: Yeah, I got given some at the Cannabis Expo because Janie was there with a stall and Mm -hmm. um, I've been taking it every day since the expo and um, I must say it's done wonders for my general mood and my anxiety and uh, it's just sort of like a a mood stabilizer in a way. It's used most commonly as a painkiller. Yeah. Now, I have a little bit of back
2: pain when I don't sit right, but... um, But don't take it in conjunction with pharmaceutical painkillers.
1: Well, yep. let's let Janie tell listen. us all the rules and, yes. and what it's all about and, and all that stuff just now.
0: So as soon as we've, <laughs> we've filled you in and everything else that has been happening this uh, this week, we'll be joined by Janie a little bit later on in the show. But, you know, it all comes down to the evidence. And today I saw a really funny thing. Um, we have this NGO marketplace... Um, a uh, 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 forum uh, with all of the the NGOs who participate in the at the United Nations and like we, whenever we post blogs, uh, post them to this marketplace just to let everybody in the world of NGOs knows what's happening. And today I saw a post by Drug Free Australia, which is I do believe, but don't quote me on this, uh, aligned to Scientology. We know we have for the Drug Free uh, South Africa movement here. Who once invited Jules and I to come and speak, and then on the day when we were already dressed and lipstick on and everything to go through to Pretoria, they cancelled because um, we were going to go and speak to Scientology, of course. We never said no. So, um, when we're speaking about all of these um, uh, various uh, plants, like speaking about the kratom and speaking about psilocybin, it's very important to always remember that there's always the threat of prohibition. Um, uh, hanging over everything um, these might seem like new uh, substances to, to some people and they certainly will be new when it comes to the government considering them if they are uh, in the news a lot uh, so we always need to remember that in the background because Drug Free Australia today published an article which was in a peer-reviewed scientific journal that cannabis causes more cancers than tobacco, so it's out there, ladies and gentlemen. The dreadful, dreadful prohibitionist evidence is out there. It's still circulating. <laughs> All lies. I wonder what, what Professor yeah. Matt
3: would say about that. Yeah.
0: So I think when it, when Shopping. it comes to it's these things, laugh. we must always be really careful because we know at uh, at D Day we had the um, we had everybody who arrived here having a really good time with some jazz farm tea, which I'm not going to mention what it is because if you've been here, you'll yeah. know what it is. And um, it's a great tonic. And we also don't really want to be shouting about it everywhere because the, of, this, of this cloud of prohibition. Mm. So D-Day was really, really great. We had just 113 people here to have the 10th annual D-Day celebrations. If you didn't hear about it and you didn't get an invite, it means that um, you are not subscribed to the Fields of Green for All newsletter or the Green Network yeah, which green is a network. mistake which or you're not directed. an affiliate because you know up. we only have so, so much capacity here at the Jazz Farm but I must say we had a really nice day hey mm-hmm. Dale? it
2: wasn't set out mm-hmm. like the previous D-Days if that's no. what people are expecting like it
0: was yeah
1: 5,000 people versus like 120 people dynamics cozy, but we cozy. had the vibe was completely there I had the best day. It didn't mm. feel like work. For, for, for those of us who were working, it didn't feel like work. It was an amazing day.
3: And good pizza.
0: And uh, as you can see, on the, I don't know if you can see on the camera behind Dale, there, there's a little sign that says, in aid of our Fubu farmers. So we set up the Dabs for Donation stall, which uh, Boam and Dale and uh, a whole lot of the guys, Dan. Suresh was there, and Dan all, uh, all manned the stall throughout the day, and we managed to collect... Quite a nice uh, sum of money, which we've sent off to uh, the Imsum Fubu Farmers, uh, to the uh, Canvas Community Council down in Cape Town because they've collected all the physical goods and then um, and there's some cash to go with it. And um, we, we're we really looking forward to that stuff reaching the people who need it most. Uh, and those are Imsum Farmers. Yes. And then next in our Fields of Green update, we, have, we published quite an important blog today written by a uh, Dutch academic. So Charles and I have been um, reading through this uh, quite long article, about seven pages long. 20 but really minutes really a 20-minute read yeah it's it's on our blog if you want to go to our fields of green for our website or it's in your inbox if you're already subscribed so shall tell us how it all came about that we published yeah it's a
3: very long piece so i don't want to actually read anything from it uh, no. it's there to, for everyone to go and enjoy um, in their own time but uh, uh, joe and i were walking around at the expo and we walked past the stage where people were giving talks and we saw this gentleman giving a talk about Pondoland and he had all these amazing facts that I've never read anywhere and I read yeah. about Cannabis of Africa every day. Mm. So we, we we stopped and we were quite taken by it and we listened to the end. Uh, eventually I met Timon uh, who, who gave the talk and um, we had a long conversation and uh, I ended up asking him to write us a piece on his work because he's been doing research in Pondoland. He's still there. I spoke to him today and he came across a whole lot of very interesting information which I think can be very useful for our government because they've not even bothered to go and do research on what life is like in Ponderland. What is it going to take to include these people in our future yes. regulations, you know? So uh, a very important piece indeed that we published today.
0: I think that uh, also looking at this and looking at the um, public comments which are open for for draft three of the Cannabis for Private Purpose bill. And with all due respect, uh, there's going to be a special dispensation for... For the rastafaris, this is what is presented, but no special dispensation for the Pantalean farmers. Mm. And I mean, how come when our president said in the State of the Nation address that we should support our rural farmers and work towards the commercialization of cannabis, um, is this not included in the private purposes bill? Um, what well, did they forget? <laughs> yeah. Um, and and uh, I, I just I don't know. I think that yeah. the. Comments, the deadline for the comments is due 14th of May? Mm, 13th of May, yeah. 13th of May, I think, the on Charles' birthday. On my birthday, uh, yeah. Okay, I won't forget when the comments <laughs> are due, but yes. we've certainly at Fields of Green for All been working on our comments. It's so very, very important mm. that we get the right message across. We know that our international um, drug policy expert, Mr. Kenzie Ribolay Zimoli, who's in Barcelona, has already written a comment and he has submitted that directly to the committee under yes. his own guise about the international conventions. So it's really getting to be serious business now with this bill and that's uh, one of our jobs mm-hmm. that we do here at Fields of Green is to track all of this and make sure that, yes, that there is a practical realistic solution for the farmers It doesn't have to be a hugely expensive and most of all it doesn't have to be a complicated solution um there's all this talk round and round and round and and nothing actually gets actually gets done so that is why fields of green for all is here so uh we're honored that we can help in a small way yeah that's uh, it by drawing attention to, to, to this and raising a little bit of money, but then all of the people who came to D-Day will go off and they'll know the story of, 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 of the farmers. And maybe one day the government will go there and speak to them directly in their language mm-hmm. um, uh, about what, what is what is happening. And tomorrow I am going to Quebeja. I think all yeah, of us needed
2: uh, that perspective of what really happens in the Eastern Cape and all over exactly. there. Yeah. Uh, exactly. It's not just a few people farming in the mountains. No. It's families and it's entire communities it's hundreds here. of families. There's, there's many yeah. lives at stake, exactly. Yeah. And it's very... Uh, it's thousands of families.
3: It's, 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 there's a lot of variables. They're all different. Yes. Um, some of them have more people than others. Some are yes. poorer than others. Some don't have water... Uh, they have to walk very far to get to their water Uh, it's very different situations all over so uh, government's going to have to think very carefully about the regulations
0: I'm quite looking forward to going down to the Eastern Cape tomorrow, I'm going to go to the the East Coast Cannabis Cup super excited about that Uh, because that is there in the Eastern Cape Mm. and um, you know that the provinces are, are a bit sort of working in silos at the moment but as we've always said this is where the, the stuff is actually going to happen is in the provinces so I'm hoping to see a whole lot of people who've had their feet on the ground and get a bit of an update from from the Eastern Cape because it's yeah. time to time to move forward so um, that was our Know Your Dacher Farmer update because you should Know Your Dacher Farmer, your
1: mm-hmm. Dacher Farmer. and go read that blog By the
0: shirt. go and read the blog, yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> Okay, should we head
1: on to our CBD and N's for yes, this it's evening? Yes, time for a bit of news. <laughs> 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 I love it. So our first story this evening is to do with psilocybin, my favorite magic mushrooms. At a multinational company called CanSun um, has been given SAPRA approval to do a trial of psilocybin for um, women, 30 HIV positive women who, who are suffering from major depressive disorder, and I think this is pretty cool. I think it's very, very cool. It was Start Africa. at the
0: beginning. Let's That's do exactly. the research here in South Africa.
1: That's it. Yeah. Mental health disorders are one of the leading causes of disease burden in the world, according to a 30-year global systematic anal- analysis that was published uh, in the Lancet Psychiatry. And this major depressive disorder is more prevalent, is one of the more prevalent comorbidities in, in HIV and in women. So that's why yeah. they've chosen thirty women with HIV in South Africa to do this thing. Okay, I that's think that
0: that's cool. very yeah, yeah, I know that's very cool. And do the do the research do the research here. Yes. And I think that it's a very on the ground approach, um, when there's quite a lot of hype around psilocybin. Yes. And I think that these research uh, studies are very expensive. So Cannes Sun has obviously got the money in order to, to put this up. And it, I think it creates a nice grounding for our the future of psilocybin, particularly for mental health issues. Because it, I personally
1: have found that it's working. Yes. Um, I think I need to try some hero doses again. But microdosing certainly... Uh, and in I think dealing that with PTSD and stuff like that has been working for me. So I'm really, really glad that... Because I know Professor Nutt is also doing um, studies in the UK
0: and yep. all government-approved things. It's so exciting. And MAPS, who are one of our international affiliates, they mm. have done um, big studies with both psilocybin and MDMA. Um, and I know that MAPS, when we spoke at the psychedelics conference in 2018 in Prague we um we met the people from maps and they gave a talk about um it's rick doblin from maps and he gave a talk about how he got the funding and how he almost had to and i know with respect whore whore to the corporation (laughs) um and really go and find the huge amount of money that needed to do an in-depth large-scale study. So the fact that this is happening in South Africa is really great. It is. It's yeah. exciting. It's exciting. Um, One does have to think, though, why have they, why was not there been, a, we've been doing this for 11 years, okay, why has there never been this in-depth study on cannabis for anything? Yeah. There have been. There have been some studies that we just hear socks. about. Yeah. Just we this. hear about this research. No, where's wherever. the results? Why <laughs> hasn't there been an in-depth study Um you know, something that where there was money put in and it was done properly on the p- Ponderland farmers. Yeah, Why does civil society
1: thing? have to crowdfund to sue the government in order to start getting these sorts of things yeah. actually addressed?
0: Yeah, exactly. No. That's all. So Just I think on the, roll. the psilocybin guys um, really, I think, that p- paving the way with. With cannabis is really is really working for them because I think that our government is, even if their minds have only opened just a little bit in the eleven years, they're certainly not as shut as they were in yeah. two thousand and nine or whatever.
1: And they, I mean, it's using our South African brains and stuff as well. So they've they've oh. um, contracted Task, which is a South African-based multinational clinical research institute, to conduct this trial. Yeah. So that's local as lekker. They're going to be working in conjunction with Soraya Sidat, a distinguished professor of psychiatry and executive Mm. head of the Department of Psychiatry at Stelis University. Okay. So that's a more local local as lacquer. Um, The chief executive officer at CanSum Group says, uh, mental health is a global pursuit and we are hopeful this research may bring advancement of treatment of depression and anxiety illness. Our research will be conducted in South Africa where women's health is, in a clinical setting, is underrepresented. Our research and development team at Kansan aim to further advance medical treatments in South Africa, utilizing emerging medicines. And that was David Perry. Now please note that David Perry is absolutely not related to Joe from the Hot Box Show. Neither is prohibitionist Charles Perry. And when asked by nobody, not even one person, Joe stated, I do not claim them, they are not in my family tree. <laughs> Alright,
2: Dale. Over to you, love. Yeah, and back to cannabis. A bride has been arrested for lacing food with drugs at her wedding. (laughs) A Florida bride and her caterer were both arrested after a prank, which they allegedly laced the food served at her wedding in February.
0: Okay, just stop right there. Never, ever, ever, ever do that. Mm, I think that's just a... That has to be it's stupidity stupid. and that has to be something that really, really gives cannabis a bad name. Yeah, never give absolutely. anybody drugs
3: without their knowing it Express, Especially edible.
0: express knowledge. Yeah. so she's been she's been arrested, but I mean I'm sure that they have to prove you know in sentencing her, they have to sentence her in line with the harm and I'm sure she didn't really harm anybody. They all came out of it in the end. but it wasn't a nice experience.
2: No, look, we've been on some heavy trips from edibles yeah. as well, and Indeed. it's, it's You just last night. <laughs> <laughs> so according to court documents, authorities arrived at the wedding venue um, of Andrew, Swabada, and Danya after several of their guests called emergency services feeling ill. Okay, I would
0: think it's, uh, 18, they were feeling 18
2: ill. 18 guests out of 70 had phoned emergency services. I wonder how many enjoyed
0: it. <laughs> A you friend. know I think that there is a, a, a space for cannabis at at, but you at need weddings In, of, you know inform people We've heard, people. heard of weed weddings where there's a yeah. bud bar I think that's a great idea. Mm. Mm. That's yeah. an option. Not the yeah, only. As option. an option. Well, what yeah. happened in our.
1: Um, Don't the people with yeah.
2: the olive oil. It's consensual. <laughs> no. Your food's yeah. not
3: spiked, yeah. you get the option if you want to no. have an edible. No, one, of or a the, drink.
2: one of the really close friends of the bride actually was the first report in which she innocent, innocently ate some bread with some olive oil Oh, my goodness. Oh. Obviously, the olive oil yeah, was olive laced. Oil and, is and, nice. and understand how they use these terms like laced and drugs yes, and marijuana. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it lot like worse than yeah. it really is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Well, well uh, I don't know if anybody watching remembers Baked in Josie, that great edibles brand. Mm. Well, uh, when Tristan and Alex from Baked in Josie got married, they're living in New Zealand now. Maybe they'll watch this sometime. Um, they they had a had a bug bar at their, a, a wedding, like a 420 area that was quite separate. And the funny thing was, after all the speeches and everybody had something to eat, the whole wedding was in the 420 area and the rest of the like decorated tables and everything like it was empty. No, If no, so <laughs> this bride did
3: yeah. that, if she exactly. had a special table with yes. medibles and told everybody yeah. there's an option, there. she would yeah. have had a fantastic party because yeah. those that don't like cannabis would have just passed.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, epic <laughs> fail. <laughs> fail. Oh, yeah. So, so
2: they're in court. So, yes. What they a, been uh, charged uh, with, Dale? So, after the authorities tested some food and some glassware and stuff like that, okay. they have arrested both the bride and the caterer, Joyce yeah. Bryant, um, with charges of culpable negligence, tampering, and marijuana delivery. <laughs> <laughs> delivery basically was that like the dealing kind of Oral delivery is. method
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: well it'll be interesting if one day we find out We'll report back if we read in the tabloids About what sort delivery. of a sentence they got I hope that they're not, you know, they're out and bailed or something I mean it is it is a serious offence, but I'm sure they didn't kill anybody yeah, There's a
3: page on Reddit called Wedding Shaming Where this sort of scandal gets posted quite often so yeah. if you want some juicy wedding stories, go and have a look yeah. there. I would
2: have a smoking weed wedding. But edibles, I can't imagine an edible high at a wedding. Everyone's going to be oh sitting no. at their tables all quiet. Love to Can you imagine the and the
1: grandpas are now thinking that this is it. They're having a heart attack. Because I've been upset with somebody through... Yeah, Um, overeating, and they were crying, they were begging for hospital. It's not nice. And, yeah, yeah, it it is literally, in my mind, loosely equivalent to roofing somebody. You need to be informed. Yeah, it's not a cool thing to do. Yeah, Yeah. it to your friends. And she she laughed through the whole thing. She just she grinned through her mugshots and everything. The bride was smiley. She probably enjoyed it. The thing is, all people (laughs)
3: experience cannabis differently because cannabis is like a very personal thing when you when you experience it, and uh, she maybe thought that everyone would experience it like like she does because I think she maybe loves Sweden. That always makes her happy. And she just thought everybody would enjoy it like she does. But yeah, There's something some people have to learn to do. Yeah,
0: no, exactly.
2: Yeah. So it wasn't so, a prank on her part. It was actually her trying to do something nice for her wedding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Bridezilla, but with I didn't read her statement, so
4: <laughs> tough to say what the intentions
0: were. That's our bit of a CBD and N dash tabloid news <laughs> for, the, uh, for this week. <laughs> So, Charles is now going to be uh, speaking to our special guest, Janie Lotion. Let's see if we've got Janie on the blower.
2: Janie, can you hear us?
4: Yes, I can.
3: Lovely. Thank you for joining us tonight, Janie. Hi. Thank you for
0: having
4: me.
3: Can I start off by asking you, uh, we know kratom is a plant, but uh, what exactly is yeah. it? What, 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 if I say I've got kratom, what do I have? Is it a tree? Is it powder? Is it a leaf?
4: So um, kratom is, kratom is um, it's a tree, That's evergreen tree that's grown in tropical areas, mostly Southeast Asia and um, East Africa. Um, you are taking the leaves. So what they do is they, they harvest the leaves. They're supposed to remove the stem and vein, which they don't always do. That's commercial grade crates and they leave the stem and vein in. Um, stem and vein in. Um, but they're supposed to remove the stem and the vein from the from the, the flesh and then they dry it out and they powder it and then we either encapsulate it or you use it as powder. Okay. The
3: raw powder in tea, or uh, you can say so you can make a tea from it, or just take it like in a capsule.
4: Yes, well, so what I do, um, it's called toss and wash. It's not a very pleasant tasting thing, but I've gotten quite used to it. So I put it under my tongue, and then I rinse it out with a cranberry juice.
3: Okay, I would I should try that because I've been that's taking kratom right. and it's quite bitter.
4: Yeah, but that's actually the most effective way to take it because a, a lot of it, the, the alkaloids are absorbed sublingually, so inside the mouth. So the longer you can have that taste in your mouth, the faster and the more, the faster acting and the more your body's going to absorb.
3: Okay. Jenny, can you tell us? Uh, I've read that some people say kratom can be addictive, although I watched this documentary called A Leaf of Faith which I encourage everyone to go and see. Yes. It's on YouTube. Um, nobody there really said that it was addictive. So I don't know if these rumors are true. Can you tell us more?
4: Um, I think um, it's it's the cannabis fight all over again. They can't, uh, big farm can't get a patent around it. So they demonize it. Um, I would say everything is addictive. Um, well, almost everything sugar, coffee and kratom is very closely related to the coffee plant and you'll you'll uh, people who drink say seven or eight cups of really strong coffee a day if they suddenly stop drinking coffee they are going to feel terrible for three days while that stuff's coming out their system and that's pretty much the same with kratom um also it doesn't give you a high so there's not that um that uh that, urge do you to do more? It, the, that kind of addiction, there's not that that craving, you know, because it's, it's not going to make you high. If you feel horrible, it'll make you feel good. But it's not going to make you high. So uh-huh. in that sense, it's not addictive. It's not psychologically addictive. Um, and then you, obviously if you abuse anything, it's going to kick your ass. Oh, I suppose
3: Craigslist that's No, true.
4: no exception. Don't then, abuse her. She doesn't like that.
3: Yeah, no. I saw that uh, in, in the United States, the Federal uh, Food and Drug Administration uh, tried to schedule Kratom as Schedule 1, and there was a massive public backlash. They were quite surprised at how many people fought against it because many people use it to get off uh, uh, serious painkillers, right? Fentanyl and, and such, opioids. And can you tell us... Not what, just <laughs> Sorry, yes? Can you tell us um, what the legal status of Kratom is in South Africa? Because I've never heard here that they try to schedule it or or, or withhold it from people, you know, capture it.
4: I have to be honest. uh, I don't think South Africa even knows what Kratom is. is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, The government doesn't, or, or the, like when I ship it, they don't, you know, they check it and they let it go. There's no...
0: Wouldn't it no issues there at um, all. would it come under traditional and natural medicine or traditional and natural Absolutely. Yeah, plant plant medicine.
4: Yeah. Absolutely yes. It's a it's traditionally used in mostly Southeast Asia and like I said it's also an African traditional medicine because it's grown in um, Uganda and areas like that. So um, my, um, what keeps me at ease about the, the legal status of it is that it, it's also an African traditional medicine which, you know, kind of protects it.
3: That's good to know.
0: Yeah, that's very good to know because, of course, we just had the, the, the judgment with the um, uh, spearheaded by the traditional and natural health alliance, the judgment in the... Um, supreme court of appeal that Sapra has no jurisdiction over traditional and natural uh, medicines and there was a whole thing in the judgment about what is a medicine um, so it's good to have that yes. now because now we know that things like kratom they can't just slip slip it in and say oh no now it's a medicine now you're going to have a Sapra license or whatever so i think that that's that's great and we can just put kratom in in there with that, and and use that judgment for anything going forward. It
2: makes it readily available. Absolutely. You must, you think about it yourself, right? Sorry. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, the, same it's the same as
2: cannabis. it's the same as cannabis in that sense.
4: Yes. It's a, it is a
0: traditional African traditional medicine. So exactly, exactly.
4: Well, with cannabis, Maybe we
0: yeah, as with cannabis, we haven't won that battle yet, um, because you know, all all cannabis for for prescription cannabis let's put it that way yeah. uh, all medicinal the right for medicinal use uh is all falls under prescriptional, prescription cannabis at the moment yeah. what they're proposing for the bill is only a small small amount for people to able to cultivate for their own use and if you're going to be uh, creating uh, concentrates and oils and that sort of thing for your own use you need Twenty times the amount that they're trying to do it. So with with cannabis, we haven't crossed that that barrier yet. But then you know, cannabis is just such a huge, all pervasive issue. <laughs> it must, I think yeah. that yeah, yeah. And to be um, to be uh, involved with one of the more fringe teacher plants, because we call them all teach plants. These yeah. plants teach us things. Um, must be very interesting. Absolutely. How did you
4: get involved with the, with the, with the Kratom story? So my story, um, I actually broke my neck uh, when I was 17. Um, but my mother was in denial about it. She doesn't, she doesn't like to uh, accept her children being sore. So she was in denial about it. She told me, no, I slept with the window open and blah, blah, blah. Um, and then it took 22 years for me to get a diagnosis. And then it was four years of surgery. So I was on Tramadol for four years. Um, and I'd obviously already taken so much time off working from recovering from all the surgeries and that. Uh, I, I just couldn't spend three months in, in rehab. So I had to find a solution and uh, Kratom, Kratom kept coming up. Um, but I, but because of the negative uh, media around it on on. Google and on YouTube, and that I, I kept pushing it aside and pushing that. And then eventually I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this stuff. And I got myself some and um, I got off the Tramadol. Like, I actually started a job the day after I took my last Tramadol, and I had absolutely no withdrawal symptoms at all. Wow. Um, I had focus, motivation, I felt fantastic. Um, so that's how I found it. And then I had to have another surgery uh, the year after that and the doctor told me, so I'd been buying for myself um, and people, friends and and people who had heard about it were buying from me as well. It was like just small time, you know, at home. Um, And then I had the other surgery and the doctor said to me after that I was a video editor. Time the doctor said to me after that I'm sorry you can't you can't sit at the computer all day every anymore. You need to find something else. And at the ripe age of 40, I'm like oh my word, now what do I do? So I set up a website, and it just it just grew from there.
3: Okay, can you tell us? Um, so the we...
4: are...
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Continue.
4: So there are a lot of people who are finding it online. There is a demand for it, you know, but it's it's still a very niche market. Not as niche as it was. Um, there is one big brand that's that's gone into the health stores and that. Um, so it's starting to gain traction in South Africa, but a lot like so many people don't know about it, and so many people, it will change so many lives if only they knew. It. It's basically my job to educate and speak about it. I'm the, I'm the voice of the plant. <laughs>
3: nice. That's good to know. Can you tell us, Janie? Uh, are there people in South Africa that grow and process it? And uh, where can the viewers get hold of some if they want to try it? It's legal, right?
4: Yeah, it's legal. Um, so I've seen... Um, I have a contact for somebody who grows, he's called Craton Trees. Um, I don't know how he's getting it right, because it doesn't love the climate here. Mm-hmm. And what I do know is to grow the stuff from seed is nearly impossible, so you have to get a cutting. I don't know where he got a cutting from and how it made the journey from where he got it. Um, and I, I really think that it's going to be it's not going to grow very happily, and it's mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure what, um, what, what kind of um,
3: what it would take.
4: Uh, what do you, yeah, like. Like what, what kind, what kind of, does it want Light does it want, well I do, it needs it needs um, moisture and heat and so I don't know if you're going to grow it inside with a humidifier or how they do it. I really, tropical. I'm going to get a hold of one, I'm not going to play myself. Yeah. But uh, it's yeah. not growing in South Africa, especially for, to use it, you know, to be able to harvest enough to use it as medicine, you're, ba- you're going to need a forest.
0: Yeah. 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 And tell me, um and it's like a
4: mature tree.
0: Yeah, and when when you source the kratom from Southeast Asia, is there um some sort of a body that that uh, would ensure that it's been sustainably harvested and all of that, being a, a traditional plant plant from a completely different country and culture and everything? Is there any guarantee that that the that the money's coming from us um, um of foreigners is making it to the farmers at all we've just been speaking about rural farmers. I can imagine rural farmers in Thailand growing kratom for the international market. Do you know is it sustainable? Um, so
4: as far as I know, it's actually their biggest export. the okay. so the FDA when they didn't uh, crack the ban in America, They actually went to Indonesia and to the Indonesian government and they asked them to stop exporting. Mm. And they told them to go fuck themselves because (laughs) that's their biggest export. Yeah, Yeah, Why why would you do that? And and then uh, Malaysia and Thailand have followed Indonesia in exporting. They actually banned... uh, It was scheduled in Malaysia and Thailand. Um, but recently they've changed that and they've started exporting
0: because Indonesia is doing so well. Okay, and so it is able to be grown sustainably. We can't, we're not—they're not going to be clearing forests to now grow kratom.
4: So no, they don't clear the forests. They yeah. leave the trees. They, they pick this. They harvest the leaves and they leave the trees yeah. to grow.
0: Yeah. So it must but be the sustainable. Trees are not damaged. So, yeah.
4: Um, there is—they are commercial farms, um, which. Is, and, and the, um, the majority of, of what's on the market is commercially grown, um, meaning it's farmed, and they don't they don't remove the stem and vein of the you know they just mass, process, proce, uh, mass produce it. Um, yeah. So they don't they don't um, clean it properly. They don't they just try and do it quickly. Um, unfortunately, that that has flooded the market. But I, personally, source my stuff from um, from the from, from the jungle. It has to be. Yeah. they have to hike and go to the jungles, and yeah, it's all organic. It's a hundred percent organic and properly grown. There's no stem and vein. You can actually taste the difference. If I buy crates, sorry, I kept saying it wrong. Kratom, from uh, another vendor, I can taste the stem and vein in it. Oh, wow.
0: Okay,
1: that's the same like as the whole season types <laughs> someone's rolled a joint with with the uh,
4: stalks and and pips on. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly that.
4: Yes, it's the difference between chat and and <laughs> Indo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you speak our language, <laughs> Janie. Uh, um, yeah. It's been so lovely having you on the show, and hopefully one day we're going to meet you in person, and um, and filling us in. And I hope that everybody watching today has learned something from from Janie, and will have, um, yeah, we'll be informed about another one of our teacher plants.
3: Yeah, and go um, watch the kratom documentary on YouTube, A Leaf of Faith. I know you've seen yeah, it, but the I viewers must go watch it.
0: Yes, good one to watch. It's amazing stuff. Cool, thank you so much
4: thank you for, for joining having us. Okay, go well. Bye. Do, you if, wait, do you mind if I comment on something you spoke about earlier? Oh yes. No, not at all. So the psilocybin, I've got two amazing stories. My father-in-law has Alzheimer's. So when he was first diagnosed, we got him on the mushrooms, and he's, he was stable. Then they wanted to put him on trial medication, and he had to stop everything else. And he, debil- he got so bad that they had to stop the trial med- medication. So he just he just plummeted down. And then they stopped the trial medication. We put him back on the mushrooms, and there's been no more deterioration. He's, and he's very happy. He's always smiling. Um, and then my other story is my son has uh, he's on the, the autism spectrum, high functioning. Um, but I've been microdosing him, and then, and also he's old enough now that I let him trip every now and then. It's the the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. Um, he's not ticking anymore. He used to have these like hectic ticks. That's not happening anymore. His anxiety. I don't have to give him Valerian anymore. It's it's absolutely mind-boggling what this stuff does for autism and um, dementia. I've never. I, mean, I can't. I can't explain to you just what I've seen. With two very ill people, you know, two with like proper brain issues, and and how it's and my father-in-law is the happiest Alzheimer's patient you've ever met. He's always laughing, always smiling.
3: That's amazing, uh, an amazing story, you know. And we never see this sort of story in the mainstream media. It always sneaks out in social media or. Somewhere, but uh, you'll never see it uh, in a major newspaper or, or yeah. that. You know, they somehow just turn a blind we eye to it. Do you start
1: sharing the good plant medicine stories?
0: Yes, you know? I think that 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 uh, Janie, thank you so much for sharing those stories with us. We love we love people's stories, and um, it it really puts a, a human face on things. And we certainly hope that both. That like the psilocybin, which is or, or is illegal, we just hope that the the law reform happens soon, and we hope kratom uh, stays off the radar. Yeah, and yeah. just spreads yeah. like the like a good teacher plant yeah. um, through the network exactly. as it were. It Spread yeah. like
4: wildfire. It can help so many people, and like it, it can get people off seriously, seriously dangerous and addictive pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. like. Um, Benzos, opiates, antidepressants, mood stabilizers. And, the, I mean, those medicines can destroy lives. Oh, it's all right. And um, yeah. Tom, it's a whole different ball game. You know, you, you have the, the relief from the anxiety, but you're not a zombie.
0: Mm. Exactly, exactly. And I think we all know somebody, or at least know somebody who knows somebody who has, has, uh, is having a hard time with. Yeah with the opiates because that's what's out there that's what's available from your from your mainstream doctor they give it like sweets they do they give it like sweets exactly so we hope that everybody's learned something tonight and um and we're going to go on to something quite light-hearted now because we hope that you have all um uh Entered our Insta Gram competition. And who chose the finalists this week? I couldn't decide, so who's choosing the, the winner this week?
1: Shaka. Shaka. Who chose Shole.
0: the f- finalists that I were haven't for have? ages.
3: I can do it. You can, mind, choose I the can winner nominate
1: tonight.
0: myself. Yes. Okay. Well, Shole, seeing as Charles is leaving us next week before the show, mm-hmm. he most certainly can choose the winner tonight. So let's have a look and see whether Boom can get our Instagram. Uh, we'd like to say thank you very much to Janie for yeah. joining us as we jumped into the <laughs> <grandma> interview <competition.
1: laughs> Robert Stone, Janie, thank you so much for joining <laughs> us. Have a wonderful evening.
0: So we're about to have some fantastic weed pictures pop up on the screen in front of us. There you go. Oh, wow, that looks like a botanical drawing. Hey! Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot
3: of detail a in there. Like wow. It's
2: Really,
1: is.
3: very jaggy, well, Jagged Well, I can't
0: leaves. see who that is up It's there, a nude. It? 187. One, 187. Okay, that's super nice. That'll really be pretty. Oh, Mama
3: Kaya, mm. She's persistent. She Hello, often Mama posts Kaya. photos. Hello there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Nice focus on that one. Oh. oh.
3: Tricosa,
1: I we posted so many amazing photos it was hard to narrow. Yeah, Tracosa
3: always posts great photos.
1: It was from the event at the wedding venue,
0: uh, we did speak about it a week before J four twenty something. Okay, uh, oh some nice little in the thin late summer sun.
2: Um, Talk Nigel Connell minute. said Kratom is related to the opioids, nevertheless it has been used to cure people of opium and heroin addictions Which mm-hmm. is very yeah. true, yeah because it's, it's an alkaloid Yeah, they say wow. where opioids
3: are, are like banging the piano keys, uh, Kratom is like your fingers are glued to the key So you can still play the melody, but it doesn't hurt Ah,
0: <laughs> nice Look at that beautiful nug
3: so, You
0: So, Charles
3: It's quite a tough one Yeah <laughs> There's like, there's some real arty stuff, there's humour, there's such variety here. (coughs) I'm gonna go with that beautiful plant of Boost. Boost? Yeah, I haven't seen that name before either, so congratulations Boost.
0: Boost 187, it really does look like a botanical drawing. It's lovely, the nice background you put it on there. Yeah,
3: it looks like white paper, huh? Yeah. I think it's
0: actually a picture in a tent.
1: Yeah, it? Or a tint, yeah. yeah, but oh, it's, it's, it's got a dent. nice matte back.
0: Um, Gorgeous. Got to use thing. matte. And yeah. Really
1: nice lighting
0: in the area. Yeah. I'm so. mm, yeah. yeah. um, yeah. close and personal. It's called. Uh, well, well done. Boost one eight seven. Please. Um, DM uh, be in us touch. your
1: your email
3: yep. address, cell phone number, and address, postal address.
0: Otherwise, yeah, you can it. always get oh, hold of us on, on the. Fields a green for all website or you can phone Charles on our uh, arrest help helpline and uh, tell us where you are and we'll be able to send you um, to send you your prize. And yeah. speaking of prizes, we, get them, we, we have, have to, to box do up at the office. Uh, we were meant to do actual physical draw of of the prize for um, for the raffle on T-Day.
3: We'll have to do it next week.
0: But we're we'll such stoners. We'll do it I'll and we'll post it, it on, on social media. Okay. We have everybody's phone numbers on their raffle tickets. So we'll phone you if you won. Um, possibly tomorrow. We have the cheaper students coming to visit us here at the Jazz Farm again tomorrow. We love having them here every Friday. Learning about all sorts of... All sorts of farming things. Chiba, of course, being one of the local organisations who support our work and we support theirs. Yes. So, um, we, I think, have got a few events on the calendar because we've only got two more days left of April, our 420 month. That's it.
1: That's hmm. exactly it. There's not that much going on. So, Eastern Cape Cannabis East Cup. East Coast
0: Cannabis Cup. I'm going to be wacky there. at Rivers, Riverside Resort.
1: Yes. Uh, I think it's Wacky Sorry. Woods. Yeah, Wacky Woods, wacky woods. Uh, Riverside Resort. Yeah. So tickets on mm. Quickit or contact sales at quickbuyandgrow.co.za. Then also we've got the HempFest Ultra Visions 2022. It's a two-day, 27-hour psychedelic music experience in the woods. Can and I just say that's a Claremont. very
3: silly name for a trance party?
0: <clears throat> oh, HempFest. Yeah, it's I don't not like very it. original because no. that the HempFest is the big um, festival in yeah, America. No, it's got nothing
3: to do with trance. Yeah. So that's the thirtieth
1: of May, thirtieth uh, of April, and the first of May at Hope Farm. Hope Farm's claim month. There's only a thousand tickets.
0: Beautiful
1: place. Uh, tickets on Quicket. Beautiful place. Beautiful
0: place. Yeah. No.
1: Um, Hope Farm. It is a nature pharmacy, one culture, Sixth Sense events, and Ultra Noise are hosting that whole thing. So good on you guys. And then on Saturday in Durban, four twenty relaunch party at the coffee joint and pizzeria in Swapper Road, Durban North, from two p.m. They've got a rocking lineup of reggae, selectors, live performances, guest comedian. uh, Go and support, Durban. Free entry, but booking is essential.
0: Free entry, Durban. You haven't got an excuse. I hope hope things have dried out a bit Um, for all our supporters in Durban. uh, Still sending love. I hope you've managed to shake yourselves right. Yeah. So go and support and have some fun and blaze it up and share flood stories and... um, And yeah.
1: And then, should we get to our poll before we. uh, Yes,
0: so we wondered whether anybody watching had used psilocybin or Kratom um, for their mental health. Because, as we were saying earlier today, um, you know, mental health uh, issues are very, very stigmatized. And I know, as a fifty-something person, that it's only really in recent years that mental health issues have been are able to be spoken about in, in the mainstream. You know, so I think this is quite an important question as far as our plant teachers are concerned. Have you tried psilocybin for? To yes, I've tried it myself. Sixty-eight percent. You see, so I think that, I think that um, there are a lot of people who are opening up to this. I know someone who's tried it, 26%, so the word is out there. No, I only use prescription meds or pharmaceuticals. Well, I hope it's working for the 5% of people who... Um, some who, people need it. Some who people voted. need it. Yeah, some people, some people do, need it. exactly, mm. and we've never said... Nothing wrong with um, that. While there is something a bit nefarious about the pharmaceutical industry, we all know it can also become a cliché. That, oh, big pharma, bad, blah, blah, blah. As they, long as you're doing something,
1: as long as you're taking steps towards helping, you know, yourself.
0: No, um, it doesn't matter whether so. you're
1: doing it pharmaceutically or with plant
0: medicine. As long as you've no. recognized that there's a problem and you're working on it. But I always say that there's, there's something that is called the miracle of modern medicine. And uh, we mustn't forget about that. I don't think you would forget about that if you're in a terrible car accident and so somebody has to put you mm-hmm. all back it's together off. again. You know? So um, we always main- try to maintain some sort of a, a, a balance on, on the hot box show, and that is why we've um, sort of sneaked in our little stories about uh, Kratom and psilocybin mm. tonight because they are our... Sister, brother, cousin, whatever, teacher plants. So it's been really great to be with you tonight. And I hope that the crew have got some sort of a slick goodbye line to deliver for everybody tonight. Mm-hmm. What do you say, Charles? So know
3: your rights. Know your rights. If you don't know your rights, the cops are going to lie to you because they never all tell the, the truth.
0: Time.
3: All <laughs> the time. Stay, Stay safe and she's happy. <laughs> so now...
0: <laughs>
1: so, are we all, Are we... Oh, bye. Oh, no. Um, <sighs> shit. So, many plants, <laughs> one love. <laughs> many plants, one love.
0: And I'd like you to life run up for jewels, please, and we'll see you next week. Lots of love. <laughs>